Hello and welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. And in this podcast, I share my coaching tips, my tricks, uh, my knowledge, my experience. And it's wonderful to have you here. Hello and welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast, uh, dedicated to personal growth and self-discovery. I'm your host, Charlie. And for this episode, I'm considering this idea that the magic happens when you implement your learning. Because I've been on a learning journey, particularly in the last 12 months, and what I've noticed is that when I've taken action on that learning, then things have really kind of moved. Um, So let's start with the idea that learning is a lifelong journey. Because, you know, we start literally from birth, don't we, whether we realise it or not, and it can be a conscious or an unconscious um, decision, choice. And we find ourselves absorbed in acquiring new knowledge, skills, perspectives. But have you ever wondered why some people seem to excel while others struggle to make progress? Today, we're unravelling the mystery behind the magic that happens when we implement what we learn. So the act of putting what we learn into practice is like turning theory into reality. It's a bridge between knowledge and application because when we implement We not only solidify our understanding, but we also gain practical experience that goes beyond the theoretical. And we reinforce what we've learned and gain valuable experience and insights that help us with any future learning or future decisions. And I have been reflecting on this year. Uh, I joined a coaching school with Lisa Hopper. Um, in January and we did nine months of really in-depth coaching where we would take a real world scenario and we would dive deeper into what was going on, the limiting beliefs that I might have about a situation, the limiting beliefs my client might have and exploring those um, and really understanding the nuances of each situation And then Lisa would give me homework and she would say, right, okay, well, before you send that email out, I want you to send it to me or, you know, your homework this week is to go and talk to five people about, you know, this exciting opportunity that you've got coming up or, you know, it's to do the thing that you've not been doing because you're too scared. And I found that when I faced these challenges either that were already there that were of my own making or perhaps ones that she had suggested and we actually gamified quite a lot of stuff because fear um can't work when you're having fun and so she'd be like right okay you've got this so I have a fear I've talked about it in the podcast well I don't have a fear anymore um uh, but I had a fear of playing big you know, what would people think of me if I uh, played big and really stepped into my own power? And I was like, well, I can't because people will think I'm arrogant or, 
you know, people um, will judge me in a particular way or what if I do it and it doesn't work? What if I do it and it does work? Like all the what ifs. And she was like, OK, well, for 90 days, we're going to play a game that is called um, Too Much. And she was like, the premise is that you cannot be too much. So everything you do, it's not like it's not too much. You could you could go bigger if you wanted. And it was fun. And it transformed my way of thinking because I was like, well, people aren't going to think I'm too much because this isn't too much. Um, and, it, you know, there was a lot of work that went behind it, but that was the premise. And I made mistakes and I didn't always step into my power. Sometimes I didn't. And I got sucked back into that fearful thinking. But I learned from them and I acknowledged that there is no such thing as failure, just more information to help us. And so implementation in this particular case was the catalyst for the mastery or for my mastery of this thing that had held me back. And I see it in my clients and I see it in my kids and I see it in the people around me. It's amazing how learning by doing can reshape our understanding. And this, I mean, it doesn't work for everybody. I would just say that there are different types of... Um, ways that we learn stuff so some people do need to reflect and to do the kind of research and things like that but once you've done that then the next step is to implement the doing so whether you learn by kind of um just getting stuck in so I always give the example of uh you know cooking so some people need to read the recipe and get exactly the right ingredients and make a plan other people look at the recipe and kind of go, yeah, I think I can probably wing it and just do it. Other people need to try it exactly as it is the first time. And then the next time they make it, they can make it their own. Um, and some people need to be taught a recipe. So rather than reading it, they need someone to show them and then they learn by um, kind of being shown or by listening. That works as well. So you will have a particular learning style. But once you've learnt it, there has, well, there doesn't have to be, but there has to be action. Otherwise, it just stays in your brain and it just stays as learnt. And, you know, it's still in there, but we might lose that skill or we might forget about it or whatever. So um, when we learn, we can reshape our understanding. Now, you might be thinking, well, how am I going to apply this principle in my life? What practical steps or strategies, um, you know, do I take? So first up, I would say set clear goals. So define what success looks like in your learning journey and break those goals down into teeny tiny steps. Um, if you've listened to any of my other podcasts, you will know that I'm all about taking the smallest step possible because it's often what feels manageable. And consistency is better than kind of anything else really it doesn't have to be amazing quality or um you know you don't have to to kind of meet really big goals or outcomes you're better to be consistent and just keep plodding on and implement what you're learning regularly even in small doses and i've just come out of a uh, a, a call with my kind of um business network that i attend and we were talking about reflection at this time of year and 
Anne, the lady who was running the session, she she said, you know, most people don't reflect. And I was like, yeah, I mean, because it feels like it takes up time in your day and who's got time to do that? And, oh, I'll, I will reflect, I will reflect, but it falls down the list. And so if we can reflect consistently, then that's a opportunity, an opportunity to learn from what's going on you know what happened how did I feel what went really well what could I have done differently I um implemented this it like late September so it's not something that I've been doing for a while uh but it's really helpful in looking back and going okay what did I learn last week what went really well what were my wins what where did I waste time what did I learn how did I feel all of those kind of things um and that gives me feedback, but we may also give, you know, receive feedback from other people and being open to adjusting our approach and not seeing things as a failure, but more as data to kind of go, OK, well, now I know this, I can make this decision or I can move in a different way or a different direction. And it's not to judge the data as being good or bad, but more with a curiosity of, huh, that worked. That's interesting. Well, what if we tried it this way? Or um, could I make it 5%, you know, more successful? Or I don't know. Um, I can't think of another example, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Um, and then uh, th is this reflection where we start kind of creating things and creating ourselves to be who we want to be and creating that magic that happens. So I would encourage you to embrace the process of implementation with enthusiasm. Remember, it's not just about what you know, it's about what you do with what you know. The magic in learning happens when knowledge transforms into action. And as we are towards the end of the year, and obviously you may be listening to this at a different point, but, you know, I would encourage you to take an opportunity to reflect on the last six months you know what have you learned what um what have you implemented where has that made a difference in your life what's the impact been where have you taken action where have you shied away from taking action is that where you want to be you know are you where you want to be um all of, the, you know, you don't have to choose, uh, you don't have to do all of them. You can choose one or two of those questions, the ones that resonate most with you uh, and take, you know, a quiet space. I have a, a friend, Thor, who takes themselves for a me, myself and I session. So they have a specific book, a notebook, and they take themselves to somewhere that feels really luxurious for them. You know, a really nice coffee shop or uh, you know, I, I, I'm tempted to do this in a spa. We have a local one. And just take yourself for a few hours and reflect on the last year, regardless of what time of year it is. And celebrate your achievements. Acknowledge your actions. Note down how you feel, how you want to feel for the year coming up. And then... I would also write a letter to yourself dated one year in the future. So I've talked a little bit about this before, but essentially you, um, 
you know, you would write, uh, like, so today for me, as I recall this, it's the 7th of December. So I would date it 7th of December, 2024. And I would write, Hey Charlie, um, I'm really proud of you. Like you have learned so much in the last year. It has been such an amazing journey. I'm, and I'm thinking on the top of my head here, folks. So I would tweak this as I went, but, um, you know, you've done another year of coaching school and really deepened your practice and your understanding and look at you go. You've reached the realms of conscious competence and or even unconscious competence. And you're really not worrying about things that you were worrying about a year ago. And you are taking consistent, uh, tiny action and look at the results. Something like that, maybe longer, maybe shorter. It depends how you want to go. And put that in your book to reread or to read the following year. Um, and then, you know, seeing where you are. It's a really fun exercise. If you want to know more and you want it to be a bit more personal and a bit more polished than what I just did, um, then please let me know and I can share with you uh, how I went about it and, and give you some tips um, that are specific to you. But for now, I just want you to consider one thing you've learnt this year and how you've taken action on it. You can let me know if you want to um, through the comment section on here, uh, through email uh, or through any of the social medias. You can find me at Your Time to Grow um, on uh, Instagram facebook although i use that less but instagram linkedin um and uh pinterest and um, you can find me in various places so let me know what you've learned this year and how you've implemented it and the results or the the difference that that has made thanks for listening Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found it helpful. If you did, please share it with your friends and family. And if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me. I'll see you back here soon.